co-host. These are my co-hosts, Sean and Chris. We're back for episode two. We hope you enjoyed the inaugural episode. Uh, we're back to talk Rumble. It's Rumble week, and we are ready for our Rumble predictions. Um, I'm going to get into how we're going to kind of go about our predictions and what style we use. So we have a prediction for every match, but we also have confidence points tied up into them. So uh, for our regular matches that are not Royal Rumble matches, we have a 1 through 3 rating for those three matches on how confident we are in the outcome of that match. For our Royal Rumbles, we did something a little bit different than what we would normally do. So we have a number 1 through 10 on how confident we are in the Royal Rumble. If we get the Royal Rumble wrong, we will get subtracted that amount of points. So it's kind of from your total score, or you'll add the number of points. We're also going to be doing at least one point for a surprise entrant. We have four surprise entrants for both the men and the women's, and uh, we'll be adding those um, to our total score as well. So hopefully we won't end up in the negatives. I'll speak for myself. I don't know if I'll get there. We'll see. Um, but yeah, what do you guys have to say about the Rumble? How excited are we? One of the most anticipated rumbles, I think, in a very long time. Um, it basically starts with the story building. Bloodline with KO and Roman, they've had a lot of history. Um, they had four matches alone during um, a little shortly after the pandemic when Roman started becoming the tribal chief. That one alone, then you got, you know, of course, Bianca, Alexa um, started off together as part of, like, their journey as a tag team against um, No Damage Control. Obviously, the men and women's rumbles, the two most important matches um, of the evening. And then, of course, we have the return of Bray Wyatt uh, versus L.A. Knight. For anyone that does not know L.A. Knight, up-and-coming guy from NXT, uh, very entertaining, very charismatic, um, phenomenal wrestler. And it's the pairing of the two is going to be meant for a great match. Yeah, no, I'm excited. It's going to be a great match card, you know, five matches. The quality of the matches is going to be good. We already know that. Can't wait to see what happens in the Roman Reigns and Kevin Owens match. I can't wait to see what is going to happen in the men's rumble, the women's rumble. Can't wait to see how Bray Wyatt looks in the ring. Interested to see what there are for surprises in the matches as well. And I'm interested to see these guys' predictions. So we're going to start off first before we hop into our predictions. We're going to do this day, um, on this day segment again. Um, what I did with this is kind of a twist. Since on this day, we're going to actually do a rumble of the past. So for us, and I think we kind of agreed that we actually, the first Rumble we all thought about was Royal Rumble 2001, uh, which is one of our favorites. So I'm going to go through the match card. We'll talk a little bit about that, and then we'll kind of hop into our Rumble 2023 predictions. Royal Rumble 2001. What a, what a Royal Rumble, but the actual Royal match itself may have been one of the best ones um, with one of the best winners, I think, and a three-time winner, which is crazy. So we started off the, off the match card hot with Lowdown. So Chaz and D'Lo Brown uh, <laughs> against Funaki and Takamishinoku. That was a tag team match. A whopping one minute and 57 seconds. What an incredible match. We're That's a hot, hot start to the show. Yeah, what a tag team That's match. A crowd that right must have been on Sunday Night Heat. I was to say, <laughs> that, that was a pre-show. Yeah, that would be a pre-show You don't even get that on a house show. On a show. Exactly. <laughs> Uh, the next match was the Dudley Boys, Bubba Ray and Devon against Edge Christian for the WWF Tag Team Titles. Good match. About a 10-minute match. That's, it wasn't bad. Two teams uh, probably on the tag team Mount Rushmore. Yeah, it's, it's definitely <laughs> something. You, we're just bringing ideas, the Mount Rushmore of tag teams. That'll be a tough one. It's yep. tough. For, you know, for us growing up in that time as well, those tag teams of the Dudleys, Edge Christian and the Hardys, 
you know, how did you pick between them? Again, I'm a big Jeff Hardy guy. The Hardys were like the saviors for me, and they never ended up winning the big one at WrestleMania, which was so absurd. And I feel like the, the tag match, teams, when you're debating tag team, it's always a tough to beat. Yeah. Yeah. It's yeah. definitely, for sure. The next match was Chris Jericho versus Chris Benoit in a ladder match for the WF mm-hmm. Intercontinental title. Great match. Banger. Yeah. Absolute, Absolute banger. Uh, you know, I know Chris Benoit doesn't get talked a lot about in terms of his wrestling for what happened, but in terms of actually in-ring, a lot of people know him as a great wrestler. So that was a fantastic match, the ladder match. They had great chemistry together, those two. Both from WCW kind of came up the same. Obviously, it's unfortunate what happened, but, I mean, in-ring, those two were great together. Couldn't agree more. Tra- huge tragedy, but yep. in-ring, arguably in most people's top ten all time as far as his in-ring ability. Um, Chris Benoit. Yeah. A member of the Radicals, if you guys forgot. Yes, exactly. <laughs> Incredible to, to that stuff. Uh, next match was Ivory against China uh, for the WF Women's Championship match. Again, a forgettable match. It was three minutes. <laughs> uh, women, women's wrestling back in the day was pretty good. That was that was the the Attitude Era Charlotte versus Sasha Banks back then. <laughs> Honestly, they faced each other at Mania that year, yep. and it was probably three minutes and 27 seconds, just like at Rumble. <laughs> it's like the time clock. We've come a long way with women's wrestling, what I'll say about that. <laughs> oh, yeah. News this week, obviously, like, there are still some things that they have to work on. I know the Bellas were talking about how on Raw 30, they didn't really have anything for them or what they wanted to do. They wanted to promote it, but... There's still work to be done for women's wrestling, but what I'll say is it's night and day on, obviously, back to the Attitude Era in terms of, like, obviously it's a three-minute match, and that was, like, (laughs) so to think about that to where we are now, we're definitely come a long way. Again, WrestleMania 35, the first ever women's main event, we were in attendance. Don't get me wrong, by hour, like, seven and a half, you're exhausted at that point, so the crowd was pretty tired, but that match deserve that spot and I think was promoted to be in that spot really well and you know that's hopefully a progression as we see and if you watch weekly television over the past I would say like six months there's a lot of women in the main event of a lot of Raw and Smackdown shows with damage control and a lot of things and we have some like interesting opinions about damage control because we actually like the people that are in it I'll speak for myself but it's it's kind of hit or miss each week with that, and I, I think that's something that we can kind of take a look at, too. What are you guys' thoughts before I move on with the rest of the card for, about damage control? So, so as far as damage control, I thought, like, we all agree that, um, you know, when they first debuted and came back, uh, especially Dakota Kai, when she got released and uh, Triple H brought her back with Io Shirai, I thought it was, like, a huge pop from the fans, and for the first couple weeks, it was going well, but then... When Triple H started booking them in the main event, I felt like it was kind of like forced, and I felt like the one blunder that Triple H was doing was having the women like from Damage Control main event in. Which don't get me wrong, we love Dakota Kai, Io Shirai, Bailey, but I just felt like they weren't the best attraction. I remember, there's one time, there's one Raw where I believe it was Bobby Lashley versus Austin Theory, if I'm not mistaken, had like a U.S. title match, and they were not in the main event for that Raw, and I felt like that was like a little bit of a mistake, but. Like Jeremy said, they'll hit or miss, but for the most part, like, it just comes down to preference as far as, like, the booking, who they're feuding with. 
I think the biggest um, mistrust is basically with Bianca Belair being feuded with, well, not feuded with, like, aligned herself with Alexa for a little while, and then basically Asuka came in the picture. And as far as, like, the demographic reason, it, it makes sense for you, Shirai and Asuka, basically two Japanese women feuding. But then I just felt like Alexa Bliss was kind of, like, um, out of the – Basically, out of the blindfold, they lost a lot of people, so they didn't really know who to go with. So Alexa being there for, like, you know, promo purposes as well. So, yeah, it's been kind of, like, iffy as far as, like, how they've been booking. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, at SummerSlam, when Damage Control debuted, I thought it was great. But after that, they never really got over with the crowd. So I think, like Sean said, it was forced booking with them. And, like, it's very interesting because... Specifically, Bailey and Io, they were so over in NXT. Dakota Kai, I mean, she never really got over as much, but she was still great. Don't get me wrong. But, like, on the main roster, these women, even Bailey, has barely gotten over with the crowd since her return. So, I mean, I think it's it's been forced booking with them. We're hoping that turns around, too, so we'll, we'll kind of see moving forward. Uh, the next match on the Royal Rumble 01 card was Kurt Angle against Triple H with Trish and Stephanie McMahon Helmsley in the corners. Another great match. Uh, tough with those two guys to really put on a bad match, to be fair. Yeah. Uh, we talked about Triple H and the Mount Rushmore, but Kurt Angle, in terms of wrestling ability, is probably a top five wrestler of all time, no matter how you cut it. He probably is a top three wrestler of all time. I got him at number two. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it's and really Ray. something that um, is up there. And then the and, last match... Yeah. Oh, go ahead, Chris. Uh, I was going to say, like, that storyline between Kurt Angle and Triple H was great back then because it had to do with Stephanie. And, like, how Kurt Angle and Stephanie kind of had this thing and Triple H was jealous about it. But, yeah, I mean, that was just a great feud that led to a great match. Then he ended up kissing her. <laughs> <laughs> I feel like, you know, the, the, the Stephanie McMahon character is something that I also think is, like, underappreciated at times, especially from back then. Who didn't she have a feud with or a thing with or whatever the time <laughs> that was? There was something going on with everyone. And it just so happens, you know, it ended up being Triple H that she married, of course. But it was, uh, it seemed to be everything was going on at that time. Yeah. And the stuff with her and Vince, it, it was just, you know, definitely a melting pot, a boiling pot for a lot of different things. When she took the GM role, she had a lot of impact during that 2003 period. Yeah. So she did a lot. She carried She's... Attitude Era. She was involved in a lot of like, <laughs> Until Vince Hellas. made her quit. <laughs> <laughs> more than once. More, more than once. It's very much a fluid situation. And we always bring this up, and I always brought this up recently. I want to know what their Christmas dinner or Thanksgiving dinner is like. Because in that household, it must be the most ridiculous thing ever. And then if you pull Shane O'Mac back in or whatever's <laughs> going on, who the hell knows what is actually happening there? Or they're all just quiet and they're sitting there until Vince makes some gag joke. And he's like, eh. <laughs> so for, Thanksg- like, oh for, for Thanksgiving, I feel like there's a lot of turkeys being thrown. <laughs> Especially when it comes down to, you know, I want creative. 
oh, I created this. This is my creation. <laughs> Triple H steps in. I feel like Triple H is like the mature guy who tries to, you know, having the grandkids basically on children around there. The grandkids are at the other table. Why is Grandpa acting crazy? And then Stephanie's got to yell to control him. Oh, your grandfather, that's just him. That's just his personality. And then no, she's daddy's little princess, you know? <laughs> and then I'm sure Linda has to intervene. Linda has to calm the children. Oh, down. Linda's not there. She's over doing some politics or something. <laughs> Shane's probably dancing right around. He's like, ooh, the sides. There goes the money. That is the most wild family. And I think it would be what a time to be a fly on the wall in that situation. It would be incredible. I'd pay to watch that thing. I hate to say it, but like like CM Punk said, (laughs) I mean, do I have to finish the sentence? (laughs) I don't have to finish. If you are not a diehard fan, you're like an attitude error head, uh, look up CM Punk Pipe Bomb, and then you will know what we're referring to. Exactly. That is all. <laughs> that is all. I think, and then the last match is the men's Rumble match. You know, Stone Cold Steve Austin, three-time Rumble winner, but the actual wrestling night match was very good. Um, incredible pay-per-view, and it was a nice little flashback to that. What I will say is 2023 looks to be an incredible card and could rival that in terms of ability for the Royal Rumble match. We don't have a lot of people confirmed on either side for the men's or women's, which is kind of nice. We do a lot every year in terms of spoiling. I think the internet itself, it kind of ruins a lot of surprises. So I flash back to, you know, Edge returning a couple years ago as to something I was genuinely surprised at that I did not know was actually going to happen. And that moment for us was, you know, we got to think about it when we were kids, when we actually got surprised when things happened. I really want that. Um, I, I, I'm not getting that usually most of the time. And I, I think <laughs> this Royal Rumble does still have some surprises, but there are obviously some hefty rumors. So uh, we'll kind of dive into that. So let's kind of get into our predictions Again, we're just going to go match by match. We can also talk about match order, but let's dive into the first match. Chris, let's start with you. Let's let's do uh, let's do Bianca versus Alexa Bliss. What are we thinking? You want me to go over my number two that I have on it? Sure, yeah. So I am the most confident in that match out of uh, all the matches at Rumble. So I have Bianca Belair defeating Alexa Bliss. I put a three on that. So, I don't see any way possible that Alexa wins the match, to be honest. Like, no way, shape, or form. I don't know if Uncle Howdy's going to have anything to do with it to distract her. Yeah, I I just leave it at that. Bianca Belair's winning that match. She's (laughs) going into WrestleMania as the champion. Whether she retains, whether whoever she faces, I don't know. But, yeah, Bianca Belair's leaving Rumble with the title. And I second everything that Chris just said. I think that one's an easy lock for Bianca Belair, except I put a two on that one instead of a three. Uncle Howdy, I do think, is probably going to, whether it's distraction, um, whether it's a distraction for Bianca, for whether it's for Alexa, either way, Bianca is going to find a way, as she always does, KOD at the end, takes out Alexa, goes on the mania. And then I think she's going to defend against my Rumble winner, which we'll get into a little later on. I think what's interesting yeah. about this match is I actually do think Alexa's promo work has been pretty good i do think she actually is you know improved wrestling as well and i think in terms of her character this makes sense it again i am with the other two gentlemen here i do not think there's a chance that she wins 
Um, I have Bianca for three. What I will say is Uncle Howdy could be very busy in this evening. So I do think that's going to be something that plays into the winner of the Twitch Black match later in the night. I think that this match could be a decent wrestling match, to be fair. As I, as I stated, I think Alexa's gotten better in the ring. But I do think Bianca is on another level right now. I do think, you know, a lot of people just think it's the Bianca lull. Like, it'll, she's just going to win. She's in the Cena effect. I do think she is one of the most gifted in terms of in-ring ability and all-around athletes, you know, rivaling Charlotte for, you know, the best athlete in the company and in terms of ability. Do I think she can improve on the mic a little bit? Sure. I also don't think she's given enough time on the mic. And we've talked about this too. In my opinion, whatever happens with her in the next couple months, if she loses the title, I think the next phase for her is to go back to her heel NXT days. And I know Sean's mentioned this a lot recently. Agreed. Yep. That's definitely where she's done, in my opinion, when she came up. I thought she was going to be a, a bona fide heel for her best work. Because I thought, in terms of talking, she was really able to dive into that character, and I thought it was the best work for her. I agree with that. Yeah. For sure. So next match, let's go to, let's get the three main matches out of the way. So let's go to the pitch black match now that we're talking about Uncle Howdy. What are we thinking, Sean? So that one, I think Bray Wyatt is going to end up winning. And it's simply, um, it's a safe bet just because of the fact that Bray Wyatt, after like the long hiatus, basically getting released a couple, about a year and a half ago, I think his first match back has to be a win in my opinion, regardless if Uncle Howdy uh, comes back or not or interferes. Bray Wyatt did get distracted. He actually got a sister Abigail from Uncle Howdy, which we think it most likely, I feel like for the majority, is Vincent from uh, Ring of Honor. But I do think that regardless, I think um, LA Knight will probably either take a sister Abigail, which will cause a distraction for Bray Wyatt to pick the pieces up, or it'll just be a simple distraction, whether it's like the lights going out or like a promo on the Titantron or something. But I think Bray Wyatt's going to get it done. So Bray Wyatt for one. <coughs> Yeah, I also have Bray for one. This was a tough one for me, though, because I can see this going either way. Like, Bray Wyatt could get distracted by Uncle Howdy or Harper, whoever it is. I don't think either man can afford a loss right now, though, because of how well they've built each character right now. They both are, are great on the mic. Their promo work is incredible. LA Knight can talk to an entire crowd and not even bring up Bray Wyatt and be fine. Basically, the reason I think Bray Wyatt is going to win is because of his character. LA Knight is probably a better wrestler than Bray Wyatt. Bray Wyatt is not a great wrestler, as we know. But his storytelling is what it comes down to. And they're going to tell a story in that ring. I don't know how long the match is going to go if there are any distractions. But like I said, I think that could go either way, but I see Bray Wyatt winning. So this is our first difference. I'm actually going to go the other way. Uh, give me LA Knight for one. I think this is a match that can go either way. I am banking on the fact that something is going to happen. Maybe even besides Uncle Howdy, they released, they're starting to get some more characters into the Wyatt Six. Whatever may happen. I think LA Knight wins. I also agree that they both really can't take a loss. So I'm going to be kind of surprised either way that they go to be honest um which i was i was surprised that they put these two in a feud together but to be honest it has delivered in terms of in 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 terms of the mic 
I think that the promos with both of them have been extremely good. And like we said, and we said about Raw 30, LA Knight's been put in a couple big spots now too, and he's really shined. And I, I think that's not surprising at all. So I think they have a gem and a future, you know, a future champion, whether that be Intercontinental, US title, something like that. He is definitely gold. And he could be a potential Money in the Bank winner as well. That could be like something that you kind of bring in, and he's like the perfect person, type of person to have that. Because I think usually a heel works best in that type of role. It's tough to have a face, uh, you know, some faces do work in that sense, but I think he's the perfect type of person to have that role, too. Would um, you guys so rather Max Dupree? This <laughs> 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 man's throwing out the heaters. I absolutely would not rather have Max Dupree. Now, here's a question. Absolutely not. Do you think either one of these men will end up in the Rumble match at the end of the night? That's also I do. Th- I think both of them. We'll end you up think in both? Match. You think Uncle Howdy would be? I think it's going to be something where it's going to be like a cross character. So it's probably going to be someone that's dressed up as Uncle Howdy, but it's going to be like an extra member of the Wyatt Six. So yeah. whether it's actual Uncle Howdy, maybe it's like Bo Dallas for that week or whoever else they plan. Because the rumors yep. so far that we're getting are Vincent, Bo Dallas, and so maybe <laughs> Alexa Bliss for Sister Abigail. Those are the only three that we're aware of for the most part that we can pretty much be confident that we can bank on are going to be three out of the six. So I feel like it's going to be a storyline with something like that. And I do think the winner of that match is going to get eliminated by that person in the Rumble later on that night. So I have another question for Jeremy. So you think LA Knight's going to win. Where do you see him going after Bray Wyatt? Do you see a second match? What what do you see for, for LA Knight? I think the feud continues on for Bray Wyatt to beat him. That is what I'm basing this on, is that they're going to have more than one match. Gotcha. I don't see a Cody Rhodes situation happening like against Seth Rollins, that he's going to continually beat him. So I think LA Knight picks up the first win, and Bray maybe beats him one more time. Mm-hmm. One match or maybe Elimination Chamber or on, or on uh, you know, a SmackDown show. I don't know if I would go to the lengths of if Bray Wyatt won, I don't know if they have another match. It's tough to to say that they would stop a feud after one match because I do think they're, you know, they have some good story. Especially with Triple H, yeah. like his, mental, his mentality and formula is long-term booking, so you don't really see Triple H doing a one-off with somebody. So, And the reason why I think that it's going to continue is basically, so say Bray Wyatt wins, I think Bray Wyatt later on will be eliminated by L.A. Knight, and that's going to cause like a promo on SmackDown for a build-up. L.A. Knight's going to start lashing out, or Bray Wyatt will start lashing out. Whoever gets bragging rights, they'll start kind of promo, and then they'll have a few continue, and then they'll see probably about like three matches or so. And then now depending on who ends up winning that feud, that's to be determined, but... Yeah. I think we got a long-term book and plan with those two. The thing to think about, too, with this is, are you going to continue the storyline? What is in store for Bray Wyatt at WrestleMania? You know, is he going to face Uncle Howdy? Is he going to face LA Knight in a third match? You know, you only have so much time in between now and then. So um, to kind of think about that long-term, we'll see what Bray Wyatt ends up as. 
My other question is, what the hell is a pitch black match? Let's talk about that. Yeah, Do that's... Do we have any predictions so, on what the hell is going to happen? So, mine is basically pretty, like, plain simple. From what I read, and I saw, like, a quick, like, or I didn't, like, invest too much time in it, but from what I heard, it's basically going to be, like, a pitch black, basically a normal black screen, like, a normal, like, house show setting, like a dark match. I think it's probably going to be, like, a beam of light where you can see, like, sparking in the ring, whether it's, like, the color blue or... But it's a normal like color. That's gonna not be- red. No red. Let's just get rid of and the. Then, if it's red, we know Vince is back in charge. Oh, oh yeah. <laughs> and then I think there might be like something like a smoke screen, like around the entrance line or something like that. I think it'll be like a little creative, not just like a full on one lane. That's it. But I think it's for the most part that's gonna be the grasp of it. Chris. Yeah. I, I mean, I. I have no idea. If I had to just guess right now i would say that it's going to be completely pitch black with just a spotlight on the wrestlers following them around the ring that's the only thing that i can think of yeah i, I don't know being a sponsor for this match. shout out to mountain yeah, dew no what, uh, next so let's uh let's pop into uh you know either the main event or potentially whatever's going on probably the biggest storyline in wrestling uh roman reigns against kevin owens we are at the pinnacle, and it, it's the same match uh, as a couple of years ago, Kevin Owens against Roman Reigns at a Royal Rumble, I do think it's going to have the same result. So for myself, I do have Roman Reigns winning. I am not extremely confident that Roman Reigns is going to win clean. Is Sami Zayn going to be involved? Is this his big test? What is going on with the, the specifics about Sami Zayn? Is the test going to come here, or is it going to come in the Rumble? What does that look like? So, you know, Sami Zayn has the whole week off. So we're going to see what he has in store in a couple of days uh, on Saturday night to see what's going on for Royal Rumble. I'm so excited for this match. My big thing is I think Kevin Owens has, has had a great run now that Triple H is back. That man also needs a title run because I do think he's getting to this point now where he's put into this place to challenge Roman Reigns and he's not going to win the title. So I think this is something for Owens, hopefully, to build off of in the future, that he's going to get his title run. I know he's had a new contract, and he's going to be around for a while, so you know he's going to get more title runs. I want one, and I want one soon with Owens, because I think it's going to elevate him even more to kind of where he needs to be. He's always around that main event picture, but he still hasn't cashed in on that opportunity. Yeah. So I think Roman Reigns will win. I, I think Sammy gets involved somehow. Sean, what about you? Yeah. I also agree with that, and piggybacking off of what you said, the best storyline that's been going on right now um, with Kevin Owens has been the closest guy to a beaten Roman Reigns. They fought four times prior, and Kevin Owens essentially should have beaten Roman nearly every single time, whether it's Paul Heyman getting involved, the Usos, and every match has been an absolute banger. I do think Sammy gets involved, and I think he's going to try to help Roman, but I think during some point in the match, um, he's going to go for the Huluva kick, and... KO is going to duck it somehow. It's going to hit Roman. It's going to take him out for a bit. KO is going to go for the pinfall. He gets about two and three quarters. Roman kicks out. Uso somehow get involved at the final end of it. And um, they basically, Roman goes over. And then that is where the seeds are planted for Roman to basically start the downfall with him and Sammy uh, due to an accidental kick to Roman. But Roman walks out with the belt. So still remain the tribal chief with um, universal champion. <laughs> If you don't know, Sean and Chris are huge Roman Reigns fans. So they've been Roman Reigns fans for years and years and years. 
ever since he was the big dog. I give him his credit now because it's a great storyline. It's a great character, and he's done a lot for himself. I was never a huge Roman Reigns guy before this happened, so we'll plant the seeds for that, and we'll probably talk about that a lot in the future. But, yeah, Chris, what do you think about this match? Yeah, uh, Sami Zayn's time with the bloodline is just ticking, and we are all patiently waiting to see when it's going to happen. First, I thought it was going to happen... Yeah, the tears are ready to go. But first, I thought it was going to be a War Games. Then I thought it was going to be the SmackDown against Cena and Owens. Then I thought, okay, the core is it. That's enough. And they still are going. So I have Roman Reigns actually winning the match. Sami Zayn, like Jeremy said, has the week off. He's got plenty of time to get his mind right and do his tribal chief right. He cannot do him wrong. You're not going to do that to your tribal chief who has treated you so well over the past year. So I got Roman Reigns winning. I have Sami Zayn helping Roman Reigns win. He's not going to win clean, but Sami Zayn at the end of the match is going to be holding Roman Reigns' hand with the title. Okay. So I got Roman. No, no turn, not yet. Do you both think that despite whether Sammy helps him out or not, do you still think that Sammy um, is still going to continue? He's going to walk out of Rumble still with the bloodline? Or do you think there's going to be a turn that night? I think that's a tough question to answer. The only reason I say that is I think about this in my mind, too. And we'll t- we're going to talk about our Rumble predictions, our surprise entrance. Sammy Zayn is also someone I could 100% see leaving the night as as the winner of the Royal Rumble for some reason. I never yeah. thought I would say that a few months ago. But that is something that is a real possibility and you know and absolutely could happen. So I really appreciate this men's Royal Rumble specifically compared to the women's which I think is very predictable is very much an unpredictable thing which we haven't had I don't think in years especially for the men's rumble. Especially yeah. when Lesnar comes back. I mean if this was any other year right you would probably pick Sami Zayn to win the Royal Rumble but because it's the year that we're in we got Cody coming back rumors of the rock it's it could go any other way but yeah Sami Zayn he he definitely could you know win the Rumble at the end of the night you don't know incredible incredible to see as we're talking about Rumble so let's go to our women's Royal Rumble which I think on the card for us at least I think we've kind of mentioned it and I think for a lot of people in the community and who watch wrestling, I think this is the most predictable women's rum- women's rumble winner uh, that we've had. Then again, watch it happen, and I'd be completely wrong. And this is how I felt about Shayna Baszler a few years ago. I think Rhea Ripley, Rhea Ripley wins the rumble, and I don't think it's a contest. I think <laughs> that um, with this match, I just don't see another winner. There are also some factors in here that you can kind of think about, too. Ronda Rousey, what is she doing right now? You know, she was kind of pulled from the show. She's not on the show. She's on the show. We don't know what's happening there. So if Ronda ends up coming in, you know, she's always a a possibility to win a Rumble. Do I think that'll happen? No, not necessarily, just on name value. Uh, I think that looking across the board, who else could potentially win? Um, So... What do you guys think? Is this predictable? Am I just being crazy? Like, I think this is kind of a lock. Uh, yeah, it's a lock. <laughs> <laughs> I got Rhea Ripley as well. Uh, she is so she has done so well with the Judgment Day. She could possibly be the leader of the Judgment Day. 
and she deserves a run to fight for a championship at WrestleMania of some sort. Her first WrestleMania match against Charlotte, obviously it was COVID, no fans. She lost, if I'm not wrong, <laughs> which she shouldn't have. So this is her do-over. This is her chance to do it in front of fans. And this is her moment to win the Rumble and then capture a championship at WrestleMania. Sean? I think I agree with both of you. This one's a clear lock. Rhea, mommy is walking out of there, the Royal Rumble winner. It's mommy. Um, it's and mommy. She, and, she's, and she's come a long way because I remember when the um, Edge was running Judgment Day at first, like, we're very, like, we're critics. We're harsh critics, but we're also very fair. Like, we give people their dues. Starting off, we can assume, we can basically all agree that Rhea Ripley, like, was not, she was struggling as far as, like, cutting the promos, but... Look at her right now. She's basically cut every promo. She's working with Dominic, and it's basically one of the like the most energetic. Now, I'm personally not a big fan of Dominic, but I gotta give him his credit. Like, it's working with the fans right now. The fans love it. It's working, and she's basically been the most dominant uh, woman right now. Uh, if you want to put Becky in the conversation as well, but right now, for the past six months, Rhea Ripley's been running through everybody. Um, I think she is a leader at Judgment Day, and I think this is the reward you give her, and then you give her that title match. I think the other yeah point to this is this. <laughs> Could Rhea actually show up in the men's Royal Rumble like Nia Jax? I've heard that over the past <laughs> week, and I was like, wait a second, they've been teasing her against men for like the past few weeks. So I'm like, oh god, is she going to be in both? That would be a complete dud. <laughs> oh, you say both. Oh, okay, she both. both okay, alright. Uh, yeah, I could see both. Did Nia, I think that might have been Nia Jax that was in both Rumbles before. Or was she... And the same, was it, I don't think it was the same night. I don't think she was in both Rumbles, so this yeah. would be the opportunity to give Rhea both Rumbles in one night. So I think that would be very interesting. Um, exactly. Well, Jeremy, going back to Ronda, though, what do you think? Because I know, like, Jeremy, you're the biggest Ronda Rousey fan out of the three of us. Um, what do you think is going on with her? Do you think they're doing, like, a repackage deal with her, like, redevelop her character? Because she's been on the decline the past four months um, as far as, like, then you can basically blame the quality of opponents because SmackDown obviously is the weaker of the two brands. Um, do you just think she needs, needs time off? Or where do you see what's going on with Ronda right now? It's an interesting one. So I, I do think... It is very much a night and day thing with Ronda compared to her first time. I, I think when she first came on the scene, when she first came to WWE, you know, that her first match at WrestleMania was one of the most entertaining matches I think out of Mania I've seen. It was a Triple H match, of course, so we know it was like 30, over 30 minutes. It, it was just very entertaining. What she's been doing now, I think her last title run, you know, she beat Liv. I thought her feud with Liv was not bad. As soon as that stopped... I think it went downhill, and they just have no trajectory for her. I also think part of this is on Rousey. I, I think she needs to be more impactful and situational about what she does. I also need to see the want. I don't see the want to to do the promos, to do the wrestling. When she was against Charlotte last year, a lot of people hated that match. I thought it was incre I thought it was de a decent match, and then they had the stipulation match. I thought that was great. I think if she cares about the storyline and cares about the opponent, she can put in a good match. She also sells almost better than anyone else because she can actually take a beating. <laughs> She's taken beatings her whole life. I think that this is something that, you know, she has also come out and said publicly that, you know, she's had runs with the titles and she wants to try something new. If that new thing is a tag team run, fine, but make me want to, to see it. Like, I don't see... 
you know, when she first came on, I don't see that passion or anything. Like she said, she's such a passionate pro wrestling person and fan, and um, I just don't see it from her right now. And maybe it's just the booking and, you know, to get, they kind of booked her into a corner and the quality of competition. Uh, I just need more from her. So I'm hoping that she gets, re, you know, if it's a little bit of a repackage, we kind of figure out, um, you know, if she does the tag team thing with Baszler for a little while, fine. And then maybe that leads to, like, a feud between the two of them, which I'd personally like to see. I think there's a lot of good story there. Um, that would be great. I agree with that. I think the biggest struggle was the fact that they booked her a lot, majority of the time, since her on her second return as a babyface. And anyone that knows Ronda Rousey knows she is a bona fide heel to the core with her promos, her delivery. That first go-around in 2019 with Becky Lynch was one of the greatest. It was one of the hottest topics. Becky and Ronda sold the crowd within one promo on Raw, and they made you basically have that passion and feeling that this is something special. And then, obviously, and, and Charlotte, who is arguably a top two all-time in ring, you're basically in for something special. So I just think it's more of like Ronda not being motivated right now because basically what you mentioned, the roster, it's SmackDown is limited with what they got. And I feel like as great as like Liv is very talented, but I feel like someone like Liv in like um, – I'm trying to think who else, Aaliyah, Raquel Rodriguez. I feel like as yeah. talented as they are, I just feel like Ronda doesn't look at them as like someone that she wants to work for. Like I feel like Becky, Charlotte, she'll work for, but I just feel like it's a situation where she feels like she doesn't have competition and um, the fact that she doesn't like playing the babyface role. And I feel like the same with Charlotte. Charlotte's a babyface right now, and I just think they're doing her no good right now because Charlotte is on the one, excellent as a heel. Yeah, I yeah, I don't think Ronda has anything to be motivated for. So that's why I just think she doesn't care. It's hard for me to want to watch someone who doesn't care. That's the thing. You know, if she was if she was going to have a, a feud with Bianca Belair, I think that would be great. And I think that she would really care about that the way she did it against Becky and Charlotte because she's not just a regular girl on the roster that she has to go through to get something else. Put it this way, her biggest, her biggest like motivation um, that sparked her on SmackDown was Adam Pierce. Great promo, by the way. <laughs> Great promo. Pierce was spot on. We love Adam Pierce. <laughs> biggest, by the way. biggest in the company. By the way, up his salary, double, triple his pay. That man does like double, triple duty on every show. Whether he's stopping brawls, interfering in there, trying to basically handle. He's basically the voice of reason for every show. He's pretty much getting getting the rundown. He's got to run down to the ring a lot because he's seen all those freaking brawls. I think the next thing, too, that we want to talk about is those surprises. So yep. let's see what those surprises are. So I'm going to go through uh, my first one. My first surprise, and we'll also talk about our final four as well. My first surprise, give me Trish. Give me Trish Stratus. I think she's going to be in the Rumble this year. You know, I don't really have an explanation on why. I just have a gut <laughs> feeling that she's going to be there. And I don't believe she's been in the past couple. So I, I think this is kind of her time to come in. I could be wrong on that. Maybe she was in last year's or two years ago. But give me, give me Trish as my first surprise. So my first one, and I kind of cheated during this one because when I was looking at the <laughs> rosters, that they only they only had like six or seven of the women confirmed. So there was a whole body of superstars that you could have picked from on the current roster. So all Man's four of mine. Over here. All four of mine. Second are episode superstars. in. Second episode in. So my first one is uh, Ronda um, as my surprise. So that's my all first right. one right now. 
All right, yeah. For my first, I also have Trish. Um, yeah, coming out hot with Trish Stratus. I mean, she's probably on a Mount Rushmore or two or three. <laughs> so put her in the Rumble, you know. And we're gonna be doing snake style again. Yeah, let's uh, let's do snake style. Christmas. Second one's gonna surprise a few. I got Naomi. Ah, yes. Do we think Naomi's gonna make her return to WWE after this hiatus? If Rhea Ripley is not the winner, could it be Naomi if she comes back? Imagine a main yeah. event, not a main event, a women's championship match between Bianca and Naomi. Imagine the athleticism. That's a great point. That's my second that's my second surprise. Speaking of Naomi, did you watch that SmackDown match with Charlotte? They had it was about a thirty minute match. It was the main event SmackDown. I can't remember what month it was, but it was one of the best yeah. pure wrestling matches I've ever yep. seen out of Naomi. And of course when you're yep. up against Charlotte, you're guaranteed to have a great match. Yeah. That's that's also a good point to who could be her mini opponent if she did win. She could have a rematch with Charlotte at WrestleMania. Right. I think that match would actually bang, like in the ring. Yep. And I think they could show, tell some decent story. The thing is, if we get Naomi, and if the bloodline is still around, we need to bring that together, put her in the bloodline. We need to keep going with this stuff. Right. This would be bad timing. Today, this I would agree. be bad timing because she'd win the title and they're losing all their titles. <laughs> yeah, I, do. I do think the timing is off. Yeah. So, we, so now we know that Naomi was the real tribal chief. She can keep the title. <laughs> exactly. Uh, Sean, what do you got for your second? My second one, I am going Becky. Um, I think basically she, whether, anytime you bring the name Becky Lynch, um, you can basically ha- add another accolade to the list. Whether it's a Rumble win. Yeah, that's <laughs> Everything, another <laughs> 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 They put like a big X, X on his screen right now. Just, can we mute him? <laughs> and to all the fans, I just want to be... Yep. So I'm gonna go. <laughs> so I'm gonna go. Uh, Becky is my number two. <laughs> what are you saying, to all the fans? Yeah. What are you saying, to all the fans? To all the fans, I want you to Google and look up the women's Royal Rumble confirmed. You're gonna see about six or seven names. So the, your boy's playing by the rules. So tomorrow on Twitter, when Becky announces she's in the Rumble, what are you gonna do? <laughs> say is check the dates podcast is already out episodes one and two mount rushmore podcast the greatest podcast for wwe uh my second surprise entrant is uh tiffany stratton so uh just put on a banger of a match last night best moonsault in the game potentially as we saw this would be an entertaining one for me and then my third uh i went with chelsea green so i think this is going to also play into the men's rumble um, surprise entrant as well. So I do think Chelsea Green is coming back. A lot of rumors recently. Give me Chelsea Green as my third. Chris, what about you? What's your third? For my third, I got Lita. Ah. Give me Lita. I mean, Lita and Trish have been in a lot of rumbles together since the women's rumble started. So, I mean, if they're going to ask Trish, you know they're going to ask Lita. It's just a matter if they say yes. So, you know, Lita is my third. Sean, what about you? What's your third? We got another current I, superstar. That's gonna I be do, EO. I, I do have an NXT. I, I got <laughs> okay. I got Corey Jade. I got Corey Jade coming up because 
She's been rumored to be what they projected to be is the new Sasha Banks, and she definitely has potential as far as, you know, very solid wrestler, um, more so her charisma and character. And I think that basically they're going to, we're long due to have a couple NXT women get called up to the Rumble, and I think this is her shot. Hopefully she'll get to maybe like the final, for the money. (laughs) (laughs) If you guys had to pick, if you guys had to pick, would you rather a Cora Jade surprise entry in the Rumble or a Braun Breaker surprise in the men's? Aww. <laughs> well, Chris, specify that though. Do they? How long do they last? Is it like a Santina Morella? They go in there, they get eliminated, <laughs> me within five seconds. No, they last. Cora J could be the Iron Woman, you know, and last the whole the whole hour. <laughs> I'm a big fan of both of them, but I would probably say, I'd say Breaker. Yeah. All right. Yeah. And then my last, Sean. What's your last? Uh, what's your last uh, surprise? <laughs> oh, it's um, it's Bailey. <laughs> Get this Bailey's man out of here. On the list. Bailey's not here. confirmed on the list. <laughs> so, so at the time um, of recording, you know, there are only there are seven. Uh, there are seven people, so we haven't gotten to SmackDown yet. We're pre-recording this, so uh, Sean. Is Maybe we're just talking about how like shape, damage control is on the decline, so it's what better spark than that Bailey go in there and last maybe final six or seven. Okay, my. My last one is Beth Phoenix. So, again, I think this plays into my men's surprises. But give me Beth Phoenix. I think she's going to come back. I think there's a lot of implications for a lot of matches moving forward. Um, Chris, how about you? What's your last? Beth Phoenix. Woo! <laughs> I got Beth. I got Beth. Yeah, I, I, I could see uh, also her and Rhea being the final two. And they'll put on a little bit of a singles match for everybody, and Rhea will eliminate her. But, yeah, I got uh, Beth Phoenix as my fourth. And then let's go over our final fours. Chris, who are your final four? Let's do them all together. All right, my final four, I have Rhea Ripley, obviously, because I have her winning. I have two of Sean's surprises. I have Bailey and Becky. (laughs) And my fourth is actually Liv Morgan. I have I have my winner Rhea Ripley. I have Raquel Rodriguez. I have Becky Lynch, and I have Ronda Rousey. That's a that's a tough final four right there. Yeah, I have a very similar one. So I have Rhea Ripley, the winner. I have Raquel Rodriguez. I have Becky Lynch, and I have Bailey. Two of the surprise winners. Wow. Entrance. Yeah, I think that this Royal Rumble, like in terms of quality, should be pretty good for the women. Um, I'm hoping they improve upon because I think some of the Rumbles in the past couple of years have not been as strong. So I hope the women really come out and, and kind of prove a point that they can put on a good Rumble. Let's move on to the men. This is going to be a topic of conversation until we get there. It'll be a topic of conversation after we've gone through it. It'll be a great thing for our review next week. Let's talk about the Rumble. Let's talk about the men's Rumble. What are we thinking for who actually wins the Rumble match for the men? Sean, go ahead. I think it is between three people. Um, I think it's between The Rock, who for most people are anticipating is going to make his um, you know, well-defined return in one of the most anticipated matches against Roman Reigns. That's been like... The storyline for the past like six months, like or six months to a year, 
like Jerry mentioned earlier, Sami Zayn is a very strong possibility with how the storyline comes out. Catch everybody off guard, uh, wins the Rumble, and could be a potential uh, fight to be the one to face Roman Reigns and even pull through and actually get that belt. And then obviously the other one is a no-brainer, Cody Rhodes. Um, basically, what can you not say about Cody Rhodes? I think those three are like the two, three main ones that are basically the runner-ups for potential winners. Chris? Yeah, I think it's between a few people as well. I, I mean, the, so much speculation with The Rock. Who knows what's happening with him? Who knows? He's not on any movie schedules. We know the man is in shape year-round. He doesn't have to train to get ready to get into the ring. Just go on his Instagram and you'll see him working out every day. Uh, I posted one today, uh, by the way. <laughs> I, though, I don't have his name written anywhere in my predictions. I don't have him in the Rumble. I just, I don't want to get my hopes up, but I don't see it happening at Rumble if he's going to be inserted into any feuds. So me, for who I think is going to win the Rumble, I have Cody Rhodes winning my Rumble. Cody's making his return after the pec injury. He looks like he's in phenomenal shape. He already declared for the Rumble, so we know that's not a surprise. So Cody Rhodes is going to win the Rumble, possibly fight Roman Reigns, maybe Roman loses a title to somebody else, and faces Seth Rollins, who knows. Cody Rhodes is winning the Rumble. Yeah, I, uh, it'll go right into mine. I have Cody Rhodes winning my Rumble. Um, I have six points on that. I'm not sure. What do you guys have on your winners for the point totals? So I picked Rock for six. Okay. I picked Cody for four. So we all have similar. I think Cody Rhodes, it, I weighed on the edge of caution for this one. I think Cody Rhodes is a safe pick. And I think Sami Zayn and The Rock are very, like, <laughs> warning picks. Like, if you pick them, like, you are asking for it. And you are, when we come to the predictions, you are praying that they show up. <laughs> uh, for The Rock, as many people said, we are huge Rock fans. So we obviously want to see it. And personally, we're going to Mania, so we want to see that match at WrestleMania. It just makes sense. You know, between the promotional material with the blue electricity in the back, between the merchandise, all those rumors that is going around. You know, Rock came out this week and said, you know, he's not in shape. As Chris said, that is complete BS. That man is in shape. I understand ring shape is different. That man can train, and he's known he had to train for a long time now. I will be super disappointed because I've already got excited to have The Rock at WrestleMania this year. I think that if he comes back, there's a lot of different things that he could come in. If Kevin Owens and Roman Reigns main events the show, I think he comes out during then and somehow gets involved in that storyline, and he's not in the Rumble. If the Rumble is in the main event, there's definitely a high possibility at number 30... You will hear that music, and Dwayne The Rock Johnson will be coming out. Uh, I, I think that I am so much anticipating this Royal Rumble, but I also do not want to get disappointed by not <laughs> seeing The Rock. So I went with the safe back of Cody Rhodes. I love Cody Rhodes, and I thought he was the hottest thing in wrestling uh, before he got injured. And to me, his story is incredible. I'm wearing a shirt right now. That man is definitely winning the Rumble if The Rock is not in it. I, I do think there's a chance for Sami Zayn, but I do think 100%, 99%, I think it's Cody Rhodes. I think it's his Rumble to lose. I also want the quality to be good. The biggest thing for me as well, and I want to hear from both of you, 
in my eyes, there's one way you can do it to have Cody Rhodes come back right now, and you have him at number one, and you have Seth Rollins at number two. And you, they don't need to have another match. You handle that feud in this Royal Rumble. Number one, number two, you see how long they can go. And in my opinion, they end in the final four, and you're, you're going to see what happens. I think that's how you book it, and you'll see what happens. Maybe one of them gets eliminated before the other, before the final four. I would love to see that happen. I think Cody Rhodes not only will win the Rumble, he will be the Iron Man of the Rumble. Um, what do you guys think? I think that if Rock is not there at all, I think 99.9% chance it's going to be Cody Rhodes. Um, I think, you know, the build, the BC, if Rock is not there, the only other match that the fans wanted was Cody and Roman Reigns. That's the only one that makes sense. Maybe I understand Sami Zayn, but even then, though, I feel like Cody, if you did a tally, I would say that most people would pick Cody over Sami as much as the storyline has been more important. And going back to The Rock, though, I feel like when it's in L.A., 50 years old, usually like the big five always like it's a perfect age to have your final match against your cousin on the biggest stage in Hollywood. Like they've teased it for the past two years. Roxane is in shape. I mean, he gave the perfect answer on Twitter. Like he's brilliant like that. He's an actor. He's, he's very brilliant. He said, I leave the possibilities open, but I'm not in that kind of shape that quick. I'm not ready. Now, and like Jeremy said, like a ring shape is definitely much different than being Jack. He's Jack to the gills. I understand cardio shape. You're going to have to cut down, but it does not take more than two months to get in ring shape like that. And so I think that what a potential situation that could happen is if they do have Roman work both nights, do one night and two, they could do something where they have Cody Rhodes and Rock be the final two in a situation where they both close on each other. They both hit the floor, their feet hit the floor at the same exact time. And they develop a storyline where one gets them on night one, the other gets them on night two. Now, I would do Rock night one because you have to have Roman go over on Rock because Rock, there's no reason for Rock to go over on Roman. And so if I do have your final match, iconic moment, night two, have Cody go in there, back and forth 30 minutes, have Cody win and be the new champion. So, Chris, I'm going to go to you next, but just a, a point on that. Are we having a flashback of the 2005 Royal Rumble? Like a situation. <laughs> now, the 70... man coming down. Oh, tear his quads again. Honestly, would I be opposed to that happening? Not really tearing the quads. You know, I don't wish injury on anyone, but it's so unfortunate so many things are happening with Vince McMahon. It's unfortunate, but not really unfortunate because we don't really want him in charge, you know. It's just unfortunate because of what he used to mean for the business and how he was on weekly TV in the early 2000s, 90s. Yeah. To see what he is now, it's just not the same. Chris, but. What do you think about yeah, I mean, what you said about Seth and Cody entering one and two, I completely agree with that. I was going to bring that up. So, I mean, that would hopefully bring their feud full circle and end it. I can see a situation like some old school booking where, like, you know, Cody eliminates Seth from the Rumble. Seth comes back in the ring and eliminates Cody to set up their fourth match for no title. If that's the case, if that's the case... The Rock is winning the Royal Rumble. <laughs> but picture this. If The Rock is in the Rumble, the Usos don't have a match. Maybe they're going to be in the Rumble. Solo doesn't have a match. Maybe he's in the Rumble. Sami Zayn could be in the Rumble. Imagine all of them in the ring at once with The Rock. What happens? Is that when Sami turns on the bloodline and joins with The Rock? Think about that. That could. I mean, you never know. You never know. But, yeah, I mean, Cody. Cody's going to win. 
Cody's going to win. Let's not get our hopes up. Cody's going to win, guys. After all that, don't think about it. Cody's going to win. All that soliloquy. Um, going back to the Usos in Solo Sokoa, do you think that if Sammy does last fairly long, like say the final 10, do you think the Usos, where we start the heel turn, um, basically they turn on Sammy, they, one of them throws him out of the ring, and that's where we start to see the beginning stages of it? Or do you think they, we just do a full evolution part two where they're all in the ring together, do like a celebratory thing, they just beat him down? I think it'll be more of the, the latter. I, I think it'll be more like evolution. I think that um, I think this payoff deserves that, so I think having Sami Zayn be absolutely dismembered by the bloodline in the segment, I think is going to come. Um, whether that's, he's expecting it or not, I'm not sure. I think, you know, he's already, they're already kind of planting the seeds, and I think he's already nervous, like, around the bloodline, you know, around Roman. So I think that, but I do think that delicious, unfortunate circumstance needs to happen. Yeah. Um, so I think there's no other way to do it but that. He's, he's walking on eggshells. <laughs> he's got a tiptoe around the bloodline. If if Paul Heyman is on your ass like he was in the trial, you know you messed up. Here's a question, you guys. If Cody is like the winner, he ends up going to WrestleMania, and let's assume that he beats Roman, does Roman get a rematch, or do we think that Roman just takes time off and then Cody just starts like a new rivalry, has a title for like a year, year and a half, and then we go from there, and Roman starts from square one and then goes into other ventures or, like, tag team routes, mid-card stuff, or do you think Roman is just a fully, like, main event or nothing type of guy? It's it's interesting. So if Cody and Roman face each other at WrestleMania, is it for both titles or is it for one? I think that depends if he takes time off or not. If it's for both, Roman's going to take time off. If it's for one, he's still going to stick around, and then there's going to be split titles on two shows again, which is essentially what we all want. Yes. Do we think titles will be split before or after Mania? I'm thinking that something happens before, whether it's like the Usos continue carnage, and then finally Adam Pearce is like, you know what, enough's enough. After all the stuff you're doing, here's the punishment. You are sacrificed. You're basically relinquishing one of those belts, and then they do like maybe a battle royal or something before to be like, um, you know, get the vacant title and then keep one of them on Raw, the other on SmackDown, and then basically Cody will just fight for one of them. My hope if Cody were to win Rumble. That we have two titles. But put it this way, I also think that exactly what Chris said, if The Rock is there, it's going to be for one title. I see the Universal title match being with The Rock, and I see the WWE Championship match being with Cody. And my secret hope is the Cody match also comes with a new belt. Um, so we'll see if that happens. Do I think that'll happen? Who knows? They did it for Kofi Kingston, so maybe. I think that it's going to be two titles, but at WrestleMania. If it's beforehand, I don't know how he loses it. That is a good point, that they could yeah. you know, relinquish the belt from him. Uh, I don't know what that does for his character. Like, is that not so great booking you know what does that make him look weak he can't look pretty much any stronger than he is right now like it's it's an incredible pace i think that to think about it also who's going to take the title from him because if seth rollins takes the title or drew mcintyre we're probably going to get cody rhodes and seth rollins again uh don't get me yeah. wrong 
Uh, I think their matches have been incredible. We've witnessed one live. They have great chemistry and their story's incredible. Do I necessarily need Cody Rhodes to beat Seth Rollins for a fourth time? No, not really. I love <laughs> Cody Rhodes, but I also love Seth Rollins, and does he need to lose to Cody? And I don't think he beats Cody at Mania, because what would be the point of that? So I, I also think if it's someone like Drew McIntyre, who we joke about as Mr. Vanilla, I, I that doesn't get me up for the title match either. So I agree. I, I hope that it's Rock one night and Cody the other night. Do I know how they're going to book it? No. Do I think that's a good idea about two of them in the Rumble? Yeah, I think that's definitely an idea you could run with. I think at the at the time, people will probably be pissed off and there's no winner. But there'll really be winners in the long run that will get both of them at Mania. So I think there's kind of give or take. I was going to say one final thing. Um, if The Rock is, does not end up being there, do you think it basically discredits, like it basically tarnishes his legacy and credibility? For kind of basically a feel of getting the fans' hopes up, or do you think it just like you know what we know what to expect? He's Mr. Hollywood now, or do you think it takes a hit on his legacy because of like the two-year build-up and what this means to the fans with being cousins with them in L.A. Every possible step you could imagine, it's right there for the taking to make that final moment. Or where you guys stand on that? The Rock needs to save his bloodline from the tribal chief from taking over <laughs> if he doesn't man's a pussy he needs to come back wrestlemania 39 i don't see him beating roman reigns he's gonna acknowledge him anyways but <laughs> at least try guys hear that fans he's a pussy if he doesn't do it so help us out Rock, you know what to do yeah exactly i think that i agree i necessarily being a pussy, but <laughs> it's close enough to that. I think that The Rock not coming back would be a huge disappointment for people. This man like denied it last year so we could have it in L.A. It's in L.A. You know, I'm hoping to be very excited on Saturday night. We all are. We'll be watching together. And, you know, there'll be friggin' hugs, shots, cries, tears all around if The Rock is there. So, you know, that's the hope, and uh, let's jump into surprises for the men's. Let's hope Sean doesn't have four current superstars. <laughs> let's, uh, let's dive in. So He's got Balor, Priest, <laughs> Dominic Mysterio. <laughs> so right now, I only, I only have one active, so we'll be, this will be uh, more respectable <laughs> list. So my first one is going to be, Chris already actually mentioned him, it's going to be Braun Breaker. NXT champion, I think he's going to make an appearance. They always usually like to have their NXT champion in the Rumble a decent amount of time. So I do think this is Braun Breaker's time to kind of come into the Rumble. And I think it'd be really good. And he's, he's got that athletic build, and he's a big guy. So I, I think, you know, get some eliminations, get some steam. Eventually he's going to get called up. It's got to be soon. He's got to lose that title soon. So I, I think this is definitely his time to get called into the Rumble. So I also think Braun Breaker because of the fact that um, Corey Jade I think is going to be a surprise um, for the women. And I think obviously why not come up as a couple together, You one being the women's, one being the men's. And the impact that that man's had in NXT, it's just going to test his skills to see what, how he lines up being a big body in that Rumble match. I think he's going to get a lot of eliminations as well. My, uh, I actually don't have anybody from NXT on mine. So I got Edge for my first one. I really don't know what they're going to have planned for him at WrestleMania. He's kind of up in the air 
and this could possibly be his last. So, I mean, I really don't know where they're going to go with him, but I have Edge as a surprise entrant in the Rumble. And then another one that I have is a man returning from injury, Big E. I have Big E as a surprise in my Rumble. I know Kofi's confirmed for it, which he's confirmed for all of them because he always does stupid handstands and stuff. But, uh, yeah, I think Big E's going to make his return to WWE from his injury. Yeah, I think uh, I'll actually piggyback off both of those. So I have Edge and Big E both as surprise entrants as well. And my last one, we can just kind of piggyback here. My last one is Matt Cardona. So I have Matt Cardona coming back uh, with Chelsea Green. Again, as Sean mentioned, the couples thing. I think that Matt Cardona comes back. My hope is that he does not come back as Zack Ryder, and I hope he's done with that character. He's done a lot on the indie scene now as Matt Cardona, so my hope is that he comes back as Matt Cardona. Sean, what about you to wrap up yours? I am also in agreement. I also have Big E and Edge. I think Edge is kind of clear-cut, like the most anticipated he's been out for a while with, you know, injury, then also leaving Judgment Day because he didn't like how the storylines are going. So I think it's just time to shine to start basically closing the final chapters of his career, 2023. He mentioned wanting to be his final year. Um, Obviously, we don't know who his opponent's going to be. But I think a good start is to have him in the Rumble and just make a moment. And obviously, my final one is The Rock, who's going to be my winner. And that closes out my four for my surprises. So my last two, I actually have Matt Cardona as well. Seen a lot of speculation of him returning to the WWE. And I also hope he's not Zack Ryder. (laughs) And my last one is somebody else who's going to be returning from injury. I have Logan Paul. Ah. I have Logan Paul in my Rumble. I really, I mean, I've seen rumors of him and Cena. I want Cena in theory. I personally would love a match between Logan Paul and Seth Rollins. Yes. I think that would be great promo work and in-ring. But yeah, I think Logan Paul is going to be in the Rumble. Yeah, I think this Rumble has a lot to offer. And one thing we didn't go over, and I mentioned it in my Cody Rhodes, who are we think is the Iron Man and Iron Woman of their respective rumbles. I have Cody Rhodes, and the Iron Woman, I actually think is gonna be Becky Lynch. Um, those are my two picks uh, for the Iron Man and Iron Woman. So mine, for the women, I'm gonna go with Liv Morgan. I think she could go the distance. They, they really trusted her in 2022. She had a pretty good title run, and I think she's gonna prove herself even more lasting in the rumble and for the men that's a tough one but i'm gonna go with seth rollins you know seth rollins is a man who i think that's a safe pick for me i mean he he can go the distance we've seen him go the distance many times and in a lot of matches whether it's turmoils or rumbles i just think it's going to be seth rollins again so for the men's, I also have seth rollins uh basically the man's proven time and time again he can go the distance any single time for the women's, I think Raquel Rodriguez. I think what she does on every given basis on SmackDown, she basically carries it. Um, she puts electronic moments every match she's in. She's basically solidifies the most dominant female, I think, outside of Rhea Ripley. So I think that she's going to be um, doing a lot of damage in the women's Rumble. That's great. Any last thoughts about Rumble? I mean, we are excited. We are very, very excited. 
Yeah, I got a final four. Final four for the men's. Oh yes, we gotta. We gotta go. We gotta go over our final four. Uh, I can I can go over mine first. Yeah, go ahead. So for my final four, I do have Seth Rollins. I have Cody Rhodes. I have Drew McIntyre in my final four, and I have Sami Zayn. Sean, what about you? Um, I got Cody, I have The Rock, I got Sammy, and I got Seth Rollins, my final four mm. for the men's. So similar, I have Cody, Seth Rollins, I have Drew McIntyre, and this is the only place I put him, but I do have The Rock in there. Just wow. To, just to see <laughs> if it's going to happen or not, I had to include him somewhere. So this is where I'm gonna include If he's in it, he's not getting eliminated. That's of course not. I'll be fine with it. It's fine. I will sacrifice my win. Then. I will sacrifice my win in the game to have the rock there, but I will not pick him unless it's a surprise entry because I, I don't lose any points for that. Well, rock so do you, to, rock about to rock bottom Cody and Sammy at the same time out of that so ring. Jeremy, do you think Sammy's in the rumble? I do think Sammy is in the rumble. I, I don't I think something happens before the final four to him that he's out of the rumble. Yeah. Um, whether that be with someone in the bloodline or not, is it a mistake or not? Who knows? Do we think Owens is going to be in the rumble after he loses? <laughs> I mean, that's a very high possibility that that could happen, or he comes and helps Sami Zayn in the rumble. Yeah. Maybe the Usos are in it. Maybe um, the Usos costing him the match, assuming that's how it goes down. And then both Jay and Jimmy are in there, and Kevin Owens just basically eliminates both of them and Solo. We could see a lot of different stuff. Or maybe Sammy is on um, our final four, and then KO basically causes that elimination. So many, so many options. That's why I absolutely. That's why I love the Royal Rumble because the Royal Rumble, especially when us, like when we do pick them, and then if our audience does a pick them as well, it's probably outside of WrestleMania the most unpredictable card to do a pick them against, and you're guaranteed to not have the same results on each exactly. one. So I think it's the one of those pay per views that's very special for like any WWE games and just for the sake of just like your pure entertainment when watching. The road to WrestleMania. Road to WrestleMania begins on Saturday. We are ready for the Royal Rumble. We hope you all are ready for the Royal Rumble. Leave your comments and your predictions down below in whatever platform you're you're kind of watching or listening on. We will go through it with you. We will have our next episode um, after the Royal Rumble to to review everything that's crazy that's going on. We want to thank you for tuning into episode two. Follow us on Instagram. Follow us on TikTok. MR, yep. MR Wrestling. Pod. wrestling. So look out for that. Hey, remember, remember Guerrero stole my number. <laughs> 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 Have a good Royal Rumble, folks. <laughs>